Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of TikTok. And if you are listening in real time, then happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. What are your plans? Where are you going? Who are you seeing? Most importantly, what are you eating? What are you eating? Last couple of episodes, we started to tease this holiday. We started to talk about your intentions for the week. We started to talk about being in a place of gratefulness, with grace, having guardrails. And now we're going to really hit it, really hit it, maybe where it hurts, right? Make it hurt so good. We're going to talk about how to season-proof your schedule, how to season-proof your schedule. In other words, there's a big season that we're living in right now, and it is the holiday season. We've got Thanksgiving. We've got Christmas, New Year's. I mean, bam, 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 season. And what I find can happen is that you can get all sort of out of whack, can't you? And what I am already hearing are phrases like, after the holidays. And do you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of other phrases that are similar. Phrases like, I will when, maybe it's, oh, I will when the kids go back to school, the kids get out of school, when my job lightens up, when my job gets busier, when my husband comes back in town, when my husband goes out of town, when, you know, the sun sets at six, when the sun sets at eight, when (laughs) whatever stars are in line in the, okay, I also hear phrases like starting Monday. Anybody ever been guilty of that? On Friday, you're like, I'm going to start that diet, that routine, that habit on Monday. Yikes. And then again, next Friday, we're saying that. What if you didn't always have to start over? What if you didn't have to always reset? Now, let me be clear. I'm not talking about resetting after a just like a day, you know, when you just have a day. I'm not talking about that because that's a healthy reset letting it go, starting fresh the next day. But if it's a habit, if it happens habitually, if every year at this time of year, everything goes out of whack, everything falls apart when it comes to your time, your habits, your schedule, and you just think, I'll just wait until January. And then you find yourself in this kind of roller coaster or this feeling like now I've got to start over. I got to start priming the pump again. I've really got to kick back in. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to start making this or that a priority. What if you didn't have to do that? The holidays, this season, this time of year, it's the best and the worst of that feeling. It really is because there's so much joy. There's so many great things that happen this time of year. And at the same time, it can completely kill off any good habits that you've been establishing. It can kill off your feeling of productivity. It can kill off just just about anything that is a framework for your day. Man, it just, it's just done. 
It does remind me, by the way, of a great phrase that my mom has, and this has to do with with diet, but I really think they're so synonymous, right? Our habits in one area, our habits in another. And I know this is predominantly about time, but it all is interconnected. And my mom says this, it's not what you eat between Thanksgiving and Christmas that matters. It's what you eat between Christmas and Thanksgiving. <laughs> Can I get an amen? It's Thanksgiving week. I got my eyes set on some, some good food. But it's true. And the same is true when it comes to our time, when it comes to our schedule. It's not necessarily what happens over the course of the next few weeks. It's really what happens the whole year that is intertwined, that makes a significant difference in how you handle the different seasons. So we're going to season-proof your time with three hopefully helpful ways to do that. The first way to season-proof your time is to know your rhythms and what keeps you on track and what keeps you off track. We can talk about that personally and professionally. And here is a great phrase for you to remember this one. It's not even a phrase. It's two words or a hyphenated word, one word, compound word. Here's the, here it is. Pre-decide. Pre-decide. Pre-decide what this holiday season is going to look like for you with your time, with your money, with your energy, with your emotions, with your diet, with your habits, but pre-decide. And the way you know how to pre-decide is by knowing your rhythms and by knowing what keeps you on track and what keeps you off track. All right. So we let's just let's throw out exercise. Okay. Let's say that keeping exercise as a habit part of your day, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you do that, really helps you maintain uh, physical health, emotional health, whatnot. So if that's the case for you, that's a rhythm for you that when you get those endorphins, you feel great. You're going to pre-decide that during the holiday season, that is still going to be a priority, right? So you're going to say, hey, when I look at Thanksgiving week, I know that Thanksgiving morning, I'm going to do the turkey trot, or I'm going to get some friends and we're going to go for a walk, or we're going to have a fun little turkey you know, reset on the day after. Um, we're going to, uh, and it's not about guilt. It's not about what I ate. You know, it's not about that. It's not about shame, but it is about this is a rhythm for me that keeps me on track. Therefore, I'm going to prioritize that. I'm going to put that in my schedule. And this could be not just for the holiday season, but it could be for vacation. So if you know that about yourself, and I'm sitting here at my desk recording and I'm looking at a picture of some of my best, closest friends that we travel big once a year. And I know that for many of us, we want to keep that exercise routine even when we are in a season where we're on vacation, out of the country, somewhere else. So we prioritize that and do that together. Now, that may not be your thing. You might say, you know what I need? I need rest. I need rest. So I'm going to make sure that I prioritize that during this particular season. Again, we're referring a lot to the holidays, but this could be for anything that's just sort of out of your norm. I'm going to prioritize that. All right, we could talk about food. What keeps me on track is eating this particular kind of way. Maybe it's eating clean. Maybe it is eating, you know, or avoiding certain things or adding in certain things. So when you have that as part of your pre-decision, then you're deciding, okay, when I go to the grocery store or I get my meal plan prep, 
I'm going to make sure that I have a balance there, right? I'm going to have a balance in what I'm eating, when I'm eating, how I'm accomplishing that because that's an important part in my life that keeps me on track. That's a good rhythm for me. And it doesn't mean, again, that it's perfect, but it means that I'm pre-deciding it. Same thing with your routine. Same thing with your business too. For those of you that are business owners or you have your own business or you work in some capacity. So I think of a story when uh, every year around the Christmas holiday, we go down to visit my grandmother. Shout out to Grandma Deedle, 99 years old. You guys, she said 99 years young, however you want to say it, although she's proud of it. She said she would be on my podcast. So stay tuned for that. Boy, will we have some wisdom truth bombs dropping from her. But we go to see her and we have family from all over the world that comes in to be together for about a week. And this is a vacation, right? This is a season of vacation, which means that I'm not working fully. But what I discovered many years ago was that I have an uncle who's an attorney and he also sometimes wanted to or needed to work a little bit on vacation. And, and so he would just, you know, go back to his room or he'd go somewhere and do a little bit of work and everyone respected it. Nobody had any problem with it. They knew that he's an attorney and he has an important job. And yet when it came to me and my business, I would get some maybe maybe not intentional, but I might get a little sigh or a little eye roll or that feeling like, oh, she's always working, which is funny. And that's another topic for another day. What I had to realize was that for me, what keeps me on track and a rhythm is that even when I'm on vacation, I need a few times where I touch my business. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm working eight hours a day. It might even be eight minutes, but I know for a whole entire week, that particular week of the year, I might need a couple minutes where I go find myself into a private space, a private spot, and I touch my business, my work, just a little bit. And what I had to also do was not only know for myself that that brought me value and that was important for me, but also to share that expectation with family around. Because when I choose to respect my business and my time like that, I am going to lay on them an expectation of the same. And that comes by being predetermined and proactive and saying things like this at the beginning of the vacation. By the way, this day at this time, I'm going to slip away. I've got some work that I'm going to do and you can smile and nod while you do it. Um, And you can intentionally do it when maybe kids are napping or another activity is happening. But that is how you can keep that rhythm going from a pre-decision. Nobody needs to be caught off guard, but you can just lay down that expectation at the beginning. So that is point number one, knowing your rhythms, what keeps you on track, what takes you off track personally, professionally, and pre-deciding ahead of time. Pre-deciding now over the course of this Thanksgiving week, what is my exercise, my food, my routine? When am I working? How am I communicating that? Not only to other people, but to myself so that I don't have to start all over or that I don't have to blame game or I don't have to rationalize, justify, excuse away when this season passes. Number two, use this time, this particular season that you're in. Again, we're referring to Thanksgiving and the holiday, Christmas, et cetera, season. Use this time to evaluate your likes and dislikes. Hmm. 
what do I love about this season? And again, we'll use the one that we're in. Do you love the gathering of friends? Do you love connecting with people? I don't know, maybe over Christmas cards, which I want to come back to that in a second. Do you love the community events? Well, why can't you be intentional other times of the year to incorporate and include those things that you do love? It doesn't have to just be seasonal. You get to decide with your time. You get to decide what you do with it. So if it is time with friends, like I just love Christmas because I gather with my people more often. Well, what if you made the decision that once a quarter or once a month, you are going to host a dinner party or you're going to have a dinner supper club or you are going to do a progressive meal or you're going to visit a new restaurant with a group of friends? What if you intentionally did that so that you could season proof your time and your schedule in a positive way that says, this is something that brings value for me. I will schedule that in. Christmas cards, if you if this brings you joy, the creativity, the sharing, the you can't wait to go to the mailbox. I said I would come back to it. I just want to say I learned when it comes to me that I need to do New Year's cards. Yep. Because I just could not and did not want to find the time in the midst of everything else to get those darn Christmas cards out. So I apologize if you feel like I have forgotten you, but here's what I do. I know I'm going to tell my trick, <laughs> but my New Year's cards, yeah, I basically, if you send me a Christmas card, I send you a New Year's card. That's how it works. You send me a Christmas card. I send you a New, Year, New Year's card. I don't even have a spreadsheet or any of that. I actually just clip off, cut off, whatever, the return address, make sure that I put whose name is on there. I have a little drawer. And then after New Year's, I take a picture that I like. I print out exactly the number of cards that I need based on who I got cards from. And I send out New Year's cards. Yeah, that's what I do. So but back to this number two point. Use this time to evaluate your likes and dislikes and decide that you can be intentional not just during this season, but other times of the year too. So maybe you're like, you know, when it comes to the holidays, I realize I love the flexibility. Okay. How can you reframe your regular life to establish a little bit more flexibility? Or you're like, you know what? I realized I like routine because the holidays make me feel totally out of that. And I don't like that feeling. Well, how can you reframe this season then to create a little bit more routine for yourself, even though it might not look like the rest of the year? So this is a great time to evaluate what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and project it out into the other parts of your life. So it's just not so stop and start or the roller coaster reference that I referred to. You know, we are creatures of habit. We do like a rhythm. And when things get thrown around and complete chaos, most of us do not handle that well. All right, number three, use this season to your advantage. Don't fight it. Flow with it. Don't fight it. Flow with it. Don't wish it away either. You know, I just want to stop on that point. Don't wish it away. That's what we're doing when we're saying, I will when, or after the holidays, or starting Monday, or we're wishing time away. And that could create a lot of regret. 
you know, I think about the statistic of people that have those Sunday blues because they have the Monday blues and the and the Tuesday blues, et cetera, but the Sunday blues, and they just wish that Monday away. You know, that is one seventh of your week. That is, goodness, we've got 52 weeks in a year. How much time of your life are you wishing away? So let's not fight this. Let's flow with it. And instead of having this as a convenient excuse, and again, that's what we're doing. We're using this as a convenient excuse. We can use the seasons to help to dictate our schedule. So what do I mean by that? Let's say that this is a busy work season for you, a busy work season. Then if it's a busy work season, this might be a time to have less projects. If this is a more relaxed season at work, maybe this is a time to incorporate a project. You know, what I find is the couple of days or the day or so right before Thanksgiving, as we're in this season, is not a time where my business is going bananas. I do a Pink Friday special for my team or my my clients, and I do that week before Thanksgiving, which by the way, I also learned part of my time management. I did not love doing something the Friday after Thanksgiving. That just was not in my joy zone. Remember, my rhythms, what keeps me on track, off track, what my likes and dislikes are. Well, I realized I didn't like that. So I have this particular special and sale and whatever for my clients Friday before Thanksgiving. Oh, it's giving me so so much freedom. But back to this, the couple of days right around Thanksgiving, right? So like Tuesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, um, I just don't have as much going on in my business. That's just the nature of it. So do you know what I do? Instead of fighting it and they're like, why is it my phone ringing? Or why are, why are I not more productive? I flow with it. And the favorite thing that I do that I've done for years and years and years is I send out some texts. I send out texts to my team. I send out texts to my clients. And it's just a grateful text. It's like, thank you. You're amazing. You're the absolute best. But you know what else I do? I put on there, all right, what are you cooking? What are you eating? I want to know. Send me recipes, send me pictures. And I tell you, I have gotten the best recipes. Now, it's also given me the desire to be invited to some of these people's houses because, man, they are throwing down. By the way, I did learn if you put some chicken bouillon in your green bean casserole, oh, it to a whole nother level. No, but I have gotten the, I've gotten family recipes handed down over the years. I've gotten great ideas for my own menu because I didn't fight this part of the season. I flowed with it. And it's just my favorite thing to do. You know, my phone, my business is going crazy for the first couple of weeks in December, right? It's just the nature of my business. And then it gets quiet. So what do I do during the quiet times? I don't fight it. It's just like the literal seasons, the literal seasons. There's an amazing book. It's really deep. Let me just forewarn you for that. Um, It's called The Deborah Anointing, but it talks about that there are spiritual seasons just like there are physical seasons. And again, I just believe this is a holistic topic. This time management is holistic. It's not just, again, a schedule or a perfect planner. It has so much more to do with all the elements of who you are and who you be. So just know there are literal seasons. The season of winter is a season of rest. You cannot force something to grow in the winter. It's not designed for that. It's actually the death of things in winter. And that's it's not bad. It's the death of maybe things that needed to go, right? That are no longer of value. But winter is just a season. 
It's not forever because what's coming next? Spring. And what, what spring is known for is growth, new growth, new beginnings. And then, of course, we've got summer, right, where it's flourishing. And then we've got winter or fall where the harvest is. So use the seasons to your advantage. Understand what their value is and how you can best use that to serve yourself in your time where you spend your energy. Make it make sense. All right. So what were our three elements to season-proof? Season-proof our schedule, our time, our valuable resource that we have. Well, the first one was to know your rhythms, what keeps you on track and off track. Most importantly, that little phrase, pre-decide, pre-decide. You could do this also with your money, your spending, you name it. Second, use this to evaluate your likes and dislikes, and then take that and project that out. I'm going to do more of that. You know, I'm going to do less of that during this season. Understanding yourself and being intentional about that. And then number three, use the season to your advantage. Understand its value. Don't fight it. Flow with it. Stop using the convenient excuses. Instead, use the seasons to help dictate what that's going to look like. So as we wrap up today, of course, it is Thanksgiving week. So I just wanted to give you a little quote, a little thought about gratitude. And let me also just say how completely and wholly grateful and overwhelmingly grateful I am for this new community, this new friendship, this just new support system that has come from this podcast. I just cannot believe that God just tapped me on the shoulder to get to be the one that gets to be part of your life and your future and your dreams and your goals. Man, talk about gratitude. Okay. So the phrase that pays, gratitude. Help us see what is there instead of what isn't. Help us see what is there instead of what isn't. So take this as an opportunity this week. Do look over your schedule, your date book, the people that are on it, the things that you get to do, the places that you get to be, the experiences that you get to have. Don't worry about the ones that you don't. If they were meant for you, they would be there. And someone else just might need them more in this time. So let's practice gratitude. Help us to see what is there instead of what isn't. And I make this promise to you that I will move forward in gratitude for that too in this season and all the seasons to come. So thank you, friends, for being part of this TikTok. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode, and until then, make every moment count.